All right, Panther Nation, let's get into it. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's time for another episode of The Prowl Report. I am your host, the one and only Panther Guru, joined by the one and only Wheeling Dealing, Carolina Dave. What's going on? Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Ready for some football this weekend. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Hope that you guys had a really good time with your family. Hope that everybody's safe and that you know everybody's been receiving a lot of positive reports. All right, without further ado, let's dive straight into the matchup. The Carolina Panthers take on the Minnesota Vikings this week. And it looks like the Carolina Panthers might be on the lucky side of their scheduling at this point in time with their scheduling. A couple of close games here and there, and the Panthers would have seen themselves as a surefire playoff contender. They're not completely out of it right now, but there's a couple of different scenarios for things to happen. But the number one thing that remains is that the Carolina Panthers themselves have got to win out to even have a shot. That's very true. The best way to um, try to make the playoffs is obviously control your own destiny by winning. Like you said, they got to have some uh, help, but – they got to help themselves first. Absolutely. So give me three keys to victory for the Panthers this week before we dive in and start breaking down things even further. Um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely some keys to victory. We'll, we'll uh, go with what we've uh, seen throughout the season, uh, controlling, getting off the field on third down. I mean, we know that they've had a, a rough time this season up till last week. We'll see if that was a fluke or if they finally figured it out. Um, controlling, controlling the game clock. Um, they they tried doing that with uh, Kansas City and it worked out well. They did that very well with the Lions. They 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 were on the field offensively way more than the Lions were, obviously. So that if, when they can do that, they're very successful. And um, forcing turnovers for the defense, um, helping your offense by giving them a short field. Usually uh, the defense does just enough to try to stay in it, and uh, the Panthers kind of lose in shootouts. But if the defense can uh, make some momentum plays and force some turnovers, the the likelihood of the Panthers winning is is um, something that can happen for sure. Absolutely. However, you know the caveat to winning is those people that have been saying that the Panthers should be tanking. Right now, the, their projected draft position, according to the Athletic is number eight if they lose all the rest of their games in the season. I have yeah. mixed feelings about that, and I don't think we should even go into that right now. Yeah, we'll just have to, I guess, uh, just see how it plays out. Uh, I know a lot of Panther fans, we're at, we're at, we're at a pivotal point, right? If uh, I think if we would have lost last week, we could have uh, had that conversation. But um, I – it doesn't matter what we think as Panther fans, but uh, I, I definitely think the co- the message from the coaching staff, if it's blatantly obvious that they don't take in, is not in their DNA. Absolutely. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into this matchup. Let's take a look at the injury report. Um, so here's some breaking news. Adam Thielen will not be available for the matchup this week due to the COVID-related concerns. So no Thielen for Minnesota, but also no Christian McCaffrey for the Carolina Panthers. Teddy B is supposed to be back in, and of course, no Dante Jackson for this week. Those are the notables, but go ahead and run throughout the rest of the uh, injury report for us, Dave. Yeah, I got uh, – it looks like Dennis Daly is going to be out. 
uh, concussion protocol. Um, <clears throat> looks like I've got Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it's questionable, but probably uh, doubtful is more likely. Probably ruled him out. Actually, uh, John Johnny Miller uh, questionable. Russell Russell Acun questionable. As you mentioned, Teddy Bridgewater looks like he's going to go. Uh, Sam Franklin questionable. Marquise Haynes questionable. Tahir Whitehead questionable. Uh, and then for the um, Minnesota Vikings, uh, they got some offensive lines concerns with uh, Ezra Cleveland ankle. He's he's out, and they also have a tight end, uh, backup tight end. Irv Smith Jr. is doubtful, and then a defensive end, Jordan Brailford is out. So once again, it's another week where, uh, I guess, I mean, we, this, you could chalk this up to our, um, late bye week. We haven't had our bye week yet and our injury reports significantly longer than most teams, uh, minus the lions this season. The, the lions seems like they they were the only team that had more injury problems than us. And you've seen how the, the final score came about when a team that had just as much injury problems as us, uh, we played. Absolutely. All right, so let's take a look at the Panthers' offensive side of the ball versus the Minnesota Vikings' defense. Give us some uh, insight on that. Yeah. Um, the Panthers are 19th in the NFL with total yards per game, and the Vikings' defense is 22nd in yards uh, allowed per game. The Panthers are 20th in rushing yards, and – 17th in passing yards, and the uh, Minnesota Vikings are 22nd in rushing yards allowed and 26th in the passage, uh, passing yards allowed. Um, so it kind of seems like a evenly uh, even matched up, match up team as far as when it goes against our offense versus their defense. So, and that's crazy because our, you know, our offense is uh, our wheelhouse. That's what that's what it gets keeps us in games. So that'll be. I think that's the most interesting matchup. Um, they the the Vikings defense are, is tied for 19th in sacks. So if Teddy B has time back there, hopefully we can make stuff happen. Absolutely. Let's look at the flip side now. Go ahead and break down that on the flip side. The Vikings. Offense against the Panthers defense. Yeah, this is this is where it gets uh, a little tricky because the the Vikings are eighth in total offense and we're eighteenth uh, in total defense. So um, they they allow uh, they've allowed nineteen sacks this season, and we've we've sacked a quarterback sixteen times. It seems like uh, Brian Burns is the guy that's done got all sixteen sacks, but. Uh, Third, third down efficiency. The uh, Vikings are 14th, and the Panthers are 31st in allowing third downs to be converted. So that's going to be a, a huge, a huge uh, factor in the game. I would say. Well, that's a matchup that we need to look at closely. If we can get them in third and longs, third and forevers, I think the Panthers have started being more aggressive instead of just. Uh, dropping eight people in the back on third down on third and long because it just obviously that's not working. 
So we'll see what the play calling looks like on third down. But uh, this is a more than capable offense that we're going to be facing Sunday. For sure. So, all right, let's talk about the intangibles. Let's see which things need to happen besides just keys to the game. What are the intangibles in this game? Who are some breakout players that need to have big games on the Panthers' side of the ball to really turn the tide? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to say we're gonna have to go back to the 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 run game again. Um, the if I uh, the Minnesota Vikings are probably gonna look to shut down the uh, the Carolina Panthers passing game. So we'll see if Mike Davis and company can um, get the run game going, control the clock, and the best way to keep the best way to beat a offense that that's that powerful is to try to keep them off the field. So if we can keep if we can control the clock, have Mike Davis um, control the ball and ground and pound, I, I think that would be – it's about time for him to have a breakout game because it's been a while since we've – he's been consistent. But when he first started, he was very comparable for us. So hopefully him and then just Teddy B can have a, have a, a really good game, not – not creating turnovers, make some key plays. He doesn't have to go out and throw for 400 yards, but just make some big plays mixed in with some consistent running from Mike Davis. What do you think? Absolutely. No, I definitely believe that the running game is going to come down to I think look for Mike Davis to have a big game and be the X factor in this. But I think the running back by committee is going to be the thing in this game, especially because, you know, Teddy, we don't want to put him in at harm's way and we don't want him dropping back too many times. I think the running game is going to be really cool uh, um, when it comes to mixing in guys like Curtis Samuel out the backfield is that H back uh, where he's had success at Ohio State and now is finding tons of great success now that Joe Brady's opening it up for him um, here during this season. So I think that that's the, the X factor for the Panthers. Now, if we're looking at the flip side of things and saying the X factor for the Minnesota Vikings, I'd say that they have to beware of guys like Justin Jefferson and definitely Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's coming into town, and, you know, uh, to hear why he's expected to play, but I look for Justin Burris and also Jeremy Chin to really be the, the key factors for the Panthers on defense in this game, and Trey Boston actually uh, coming up and popping a couple of hits on Dalvin Cook in the run game because we're going to need it. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to uh, have more than just the uh... – defensive line try to win this game obviously if you can sack Kirk Cousins that's that's very welcome but uh yeah Dalvin Cook is is having a monster season and we need him to be limited um I was I would agree totally that Jeremy Chin this is a Jeremy Chin game for sure and uh for Justin Burris and Trey Boston to to add to the best game that they played all season and I mean the both of them they combined for 14 tackles last week so let's look for the safeties and then Jeremy Chen and even Shaq Thompson you know maybe use him for a spy to see where uh Dalvin Cook's going because he's he can catch the ball out of the backfield as well absolutely um so what do we think are the breakout players for this game who has a big game day on the um offensive side and the defensive side of the ball yeah like we could 
I, I would say on the offensive side of the ball with uh, our O-line being um, banged up this deep into the season without a, a, a bye week, like you, you mentioned the guys earlier, let's look for Mike Davis and Curtis Samuel to have to be the breakout players for uh, for this week with Mike Davis pounding the ball and he, he has the capability to catch the ball out of the backfield as well. And then Curtis Samuel just building on the season that he's had with him having his best game last week. Um, keep maybe keep that momentum rolling, and we'll see him be used for the as a Swiss Army knife that he is. What do you think? Absolutely. Well, not to be redundant, I'm talking about bold predictions. Mm. Give me a stat line. Let's see. Um, uh, let's go with Curtis Samuel, uh, combined for 125 yards and two touchdowns, both rushing and have a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdowns and 125 yard total game. Awesome. I think that look for Roby Anderson to be the breakout player on offense. I'm going to go ahead and get my bold prediction and say that it's not going to come from the running back position, but at the wide receiver position. Look for Roby Anderson to have 100 yards and a score and for DJ Moore to put up 100 yards as well, but no touchdown for him. Yeah, that'd be huge. That'd be the, I believe that'd be the first time this season that they've both had 100 yards maybe. I, I don't – I'm not quite sure, but uh, yeah, that's – that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of yardage for the, for both receivers. Um, that'd be that'd be great, and and like you said, if we can establish the run early, that'll definitely open up the passing game, some play action, and we'll hopefully Joe Brady can get deep into his uh, playbook. Absolutely, bold prediction: defensive MVP of the game. I'm gonna say uh, either Jeremy Chin, Jeremy Chin, or Shaq Thompson, but I'm going to say Jeremy Chen has 16 tackles and two tackles for a loss and a force and a force fumble. I like that one. I'm going to go ahead and actually disagree with you, and I'm going to say that Spidey Burns continues to light it up, and he has another double-digit sack game. And that'd be – I say two sacks for him and three tackles for loss. Yeah, that'd be huge, and he's definitely got the uh, – We've seen last week with his ability to uh, read the play. That was just brilliant of him to get off his block of a offensive tackle and swat down the ball that he almost picked off for an interception. Reading the eyes of Matthew Stafford, that was something that cornerbacks do, and he did it as a defensive end. So if he if he can continue that momentum, that'd be huge for us too coming down the stretch. Like you said earlier. The, the path to the playoffs, we have to win out. And with if we can gain some momentum over these last two weeks, momentum's a beautiful thing in the game of football. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and get the score prediction for Panther Nation. What's the score of this game, Dave? What are you thinking? I think this is going to go back to being – I definitely don't think it's going to be a shutout. Um, I think the defense might play – um, better than we have seen. I don't think they'll play as good this week just because of the uh, opponents. But with Adam Thielen being out, I would give the Panthers the edge in this one. I'm going to say the Panthers win 27-17. to 17. All right. Well, I'm going to say that this one actually is not going to be as close as you think. I think that the Panthers go on a completely dominant streak, and I think that the score ends up being – 
Uh, total of 31 to 13 Panthers. If the Panthers go out and have a dominant performance against the Minnesota Vikings, a, a team, yes, that struggled this year, but by no means are they, you know, in the top two, three draft picks that in, in the draft order this year. But if the Panthers go out and establish dominance against the Minnesota Vikings and have that type of game, a 31 to 13 game where they win by 17 to 20 points, that means that the I would say at that point that the Panthers have figured it out, a topic that we've been covering lately. They figured it out. Yes, they might struggle against high-caliber teams like the Saints and the Green Bay Packers, but they can go out and beat teams that are on the wild card bubble. They're just not going to go out and beat teams that they're supposed to beat. They can actually contend and beat upper-level upper teams in the NFL if they go out and dominate the way you're saying. Absolutely. All right, Dave. Well, it's been a pleasure being on the Prowl Report with you. And make sure, Carolina Panthers fans, that you stay tuned for, of course, our podcast, Oh Hell Yeah, that will be released on Monday. And definitely talking about the last matchup between the Tar Heels and Charleston. Don't want to forget about that. No spoilers. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. All right, Panther Nation, let's go out there and try to get this win Sunday. And always stay tuned and keep pounding. Oh, yes. One more thing. We were, we're doing a giveaway. The official contest rules will be released. Uh, we kind of got pushed back with the whole holiday season and everything like that. Please forgive us. We're human. We're actually pushing it back to Tuesday. And the official contest re- rules will be um Released. Yeah, make sure you before. Yeah, make sure course. you follow us. Follow, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, look for any. Make sure you're um, listening to all of our content because, like, like you say, we're doing a foam finger giveaway just in time for the holidays, trying to spread some cheer and joy to Panthers Nation during this uh, crazy year. Uh, we're just trying to look to give back to the community a little bit, and um, yeah, try to give you some. Uh, things to add to your home gating since we can't really tailgate together nowadays. But, yeah, we'll be looking to do that Tuesday. So stay tuned, guys. Um, Tell them where to find us on Twitter and all the social media channels. Absolutely. Make sure that you follow us on all social media channels at The Proud Report. Also, follow me at PantherGuru1. And you can find me on Twitter at CarolinaDaveNC and then on Instagram on Instagram and Twitter for the Oh Hill Yeah podcast dropping weekly with and that's at O O H underscore Hill underscore yeah with an H. And like I said, that'll be dropping weekly and the Prow Report is every Tuesday and Friday night, guys. We'll be recording that for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Everybody stay safe. It's been a pleasure, Dave. Pleasure's always mine. Stay tuned and keep pounding. Absolutely.